welcome to Fraser's Ridge, an Outlander podcast. I'm Tiffany, and I'm here with two of my best buds, Katie and Aaron. How you guys doing? Doing good tonight. Back on the ASMR. <laughs> hey, Katie. What's up? Excited to be here. Happy to talk about episode seven with you guys. Yeah, episode seven, a practical guide for time travelers. Time travel or travelers? I don't know. Earth. Travelers. Earth. Travelers. <laughs> um, an exciting title. Like question. Question. Is this like a bad hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Oh yeah, you're right. It is. <laughs> I didn't right. think that. Roger, you're such a nerd. He's <laughs> such just a nerd. lacking that creativity. <laughs> right. Man of the 80s, like Hitchhiker's Guide, Bill Collins music in the background constantly. Like, I'm not ready. <laughs> not we ready. can't talk about it yet. No, not yet. Not yet. But, anyways, so we open up in 1777 at Bemis Heights, New York. We got uh, Dan Morgan and the Rifle Corps and Let's see, Claire's writing to Brie about meeting her brother Willie. Mm-hmm. And it was a cute little uh, opening here. And, you know, we didn't have much Claire this episode, which was no. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Not much Claire and Jamie at all this episode. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I just want to take a minute because Holy. I said I was excited for these letters because we could finally mm-hmm. use this voiceover for transitions. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it happened and I didn't love it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Like, it, like the transition was good, but I don't know. It still just felt like weirdly preachy and like her abstractly talking about themes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, yep. I don't know. It still felt like a classic Claire voiceover. Like it didn't feel like yeah. it was like this workhorse, yeah. like transitioning us smoothly. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just glad they didn't ditch the letters. They were just going to like yeah. throw them out. Like they're still kind of like doing them, you know? Well, and here's Brie reading it by herself. And there was this whole like, we must save them and read them <laughs> together. And she's right. like just dipping into the letters. Yeah. Like, no, yep. whenever she yep. feels the need. And they're like perfectly and- timing episodically, like each letter that she reads yeah. with what's going on, you know? And I did feel bad for Roger too, because they are so, the letters are so Brie focused and they're mm. all about missing Brie. And it's like, what about Roger? Yeah. Like you guys are his found family now. He right. has no family. He has no yeah. parents. That's like, your wall. Give him a little, mo- a little love. Well, he has some family now. True. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's right. Is uh, William Buckley McKenzie or uh, Uncle Buck, Bucky, uh, Buckley, we're gonna have a million names for him, and it's you know, Hagrid 2.0. <laughs> like, they're coming. This is gonna be great. I'm so ready for this. We have him like officially meeting Brie, right? We had like a transition from the yeah. letter to the present, and it's him meeting her. And he was like, Hello, I'm your servant, madame, which was kind of weird. Like, I thought that was a little weird. Him saying that, did you catch that? Uh, or Roger introduced him, like, This is William Buckley McKenzie, and the first thing he said to her was, Your servant, madame. <laughs> I think this was just his like old timey yeah. like, gentleman's yeah. greeting. But like also weird because like I don't know they've met and he like hung Roger and like yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of like a lot of history. Drama, drama there and like he's her servant now. <laughs> That's fair. Like, okay. Valid now points. that he's helpless <laughs> yeah. on the other side of the stones, yeah. he's ready for some 
right. is ready to be a servant to get some help. <laughs> oh man. This scene made me feel like we weren't supposed to know last episode who it was. Right. The way that Roger yeah. introduced him. Yes, you're right. Yeah. I like agree. this felt like now we're telling you who this oh. is. And I have to say, I was just whelmed by this. Yeah. I was not overwhelmed. I was not underwhelmed. Yeah. I wouldn't it have just, known. It just was. Like I don't yeah. I don't know. I just it wasn't Graham. Yeah. So did this I, happened. Did either of you watch the recap? Because I did it and I was like, shoot, I yes. watched it. Did they yeah. do did they show like the hanging scenes? They do. Yes. Well, yeah. They, they taught I mean, they yeah, they they showed a little bit about it. Good. Okay. So I was wondering. That was good to give a little refresher of who yeah. he is. I know I saw the little button pop up and I like I like I clicked the skip and I was like, shoot. <laughs> like, I should have watched that. Darn it. Can't go back now. <laughs> Can't go back no. now. That's like so hard to get that recap back, man. It is. Like, it's like, yeah, break like the the code, like the TV code to get that one back. But so now we got a uh, we got Buckley. You know, the next scene with him was kind of cool because he was taking some accountability and like mm -hmm. basically saying, like, yo, I hung you. Like, that's why I didn't like come in here because there's all this stuff between us yeah um, and then he was also talking about like the cars which i thought was cool mm -hmm. like the, the roaring carriages so it was just a neat like you know i love this stuff this is what i live for we got the our past character in the present this is like so king art kid and king arthur's court in reverse here and this is the stuff mm -hmm. that i live for his um, description of cars worked so much better than jamie's description of a telephone <laughs> for me i was right. like i liked him calling them great roaring carriages and it was believable Yep. Did you catch that uh, when Buck is explaining how he came to be there and they were passing Craig Nadoon, mm. he said, we heard a strange noise. Oh. And I kind of obsessed on the word we. And even on my second mm. watch, I was like, he said we. Oh. And I want to know who we is. Like, is it him and one of the kids? Was it Something's him and Morag? Yeah. Is she somehow like also a time traveler? Mm. Um. I yeah, that was interesting to me. I, or maybe I'm fixating catch. on nothing. But I, no, that's great. <laughs> well, you guys know like the book and stuff. Whereas, like, yeah, like me, I'm this totally sus. Something is up with him. Like, I feel like he's withholding information of some sort, or knows something, or something happened. So I'm excited to like see this all unravel. Mm -hmm. I'm loving. By the way, I'm loving all of this. Like, I'm yeah. here for this compared to like the last two seasons, which were fun. But we have a whole, it, like, they re-rolled the deck. I mean, we're, yeah. you know, I didn't think we were going to see the present again. I mm -hmm. thought we were going to be in the past at Fraser's Ridge, the name of our podcast, literally. <laughs> it is no more Fraser's Ridge. Should we re, should we retitle our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the air tonight. <laughs> we can call it the caravan in front of Lollybrock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, we need to talk about that later too. <laughs> Weird caravan. Love it. Oh my god. Um, oh, yeah. But no, I agree. I I love it and I love all the 1980s stuff. So fun. Me too. Mm -hmm. So fun. Also weird, we're not having like the chemistry between like Claire and Bree and Roger and Jamie together, like all and Ian. So it's like we're losing that. Yeah. You know, that I fun. miss that interaction you know, of like, like even... the family unit. Yeah, the family unit and like you know last season with like Bree I mean you know we made fun of like the engineering stuff but like seeing her like try to help the community and all together and just happy 
-hmm. and now they're all disconnected and it's just different and i'm here for it still regardless any other thoughts on the opening here and buckley our new character i don't really like Bree's hair this episode <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> definitely bang city right like it's like off the <laughs> even There's i was a noticing lot of it. hot rollers happening yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i know i'm like this is pro plot critical over here but <laughs> it just wasn't wasn't as much of a fan this yeah. episode of some yeah. of her mm -hmm. 80s styling mm -hmm. yeah i'm super loving buck and Same. i think the actor's doing a great job so i was glad to get a lot from him this episode yeah same He's like really fun and like a part-time nanny, which is great. Mm -hmm. like, it's like our Mary Poppins of the season. So we have the next scene is the British army and we got Willie and we got his, you know, BFF. Sandy. Yes. Mandy. Andy. Sandy. Dan Sandy. Oh my gosh. I knew this too. <laughs> That's why I couldn't remember. It was a girl's name. I was like, this is totally a girl's name um sandy sandy no. but they're all in this like little little tent chilling someone's drinking. like drinking someone yeah, calls they're ready someone to a... call this done and dusted they've won oh. they're ready to go home ready to go they're being lily lizards or something like that lily li lizards there's some lily lizards deserting from the lily... british side yep oh my god dessert guys i'm having such a, such trouble every time they say deserters like, I'm getting yeah. so hungry every time they're like, these deserters. And I'm like, oh, my God, is this like a profession? Like, can I be a deserter? And just yeah. Desserts, like, all An day. eater of desserts. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> Bring on the flourless cake. <laughs> no. But yeah, no different deserters. They're, yeah. They are. They're feeling very confident. They think that the rebels, just because they are they think they're disorganized they think they don't they have no chance of withstanding their very stoic and organized british front and that they're yep. just going to fall to pieces yep this confidence though kind of has a little bit of a nail put into it because they get some bad news from how sent in and all of kind of the lesser generals are sent from the tent so like william and sandy and them leave so that yeah. they can receive this news. And as they leave the tent, Sandy steals his bottle of champagne. He does. And yep. I was so proud of William because he steals an apple. And I'm like, oh my God, stepmom Claire would be so proud. He's yeah. not going to get scurvy. <laughs> right. Choices. And then, and then we see the next scene and he's like using it for sword practice. And he never eats the apple. Yes. And he eats it to like, his horse. Well. Yep. Yep. Oh my God. Well, I'm glad I take were... it all back. Yeah. <laughs> like... It was a cute scene it was like it, it was also showing like the innocence mm -hmm. and playfulness of also like their age like they're at war but they're young i mean they're teenagers mm -hmm. right yeah or i mean really so yeah. just a reminder of like who they are and what they are so we're back in the 80s and we have buckley discovering one of my favorite joys peanut butter and jelly <laughs> oh he loves himself some pbj oh, he, he is, is scarfing that down Waitily discovers banana and slap putting those on there. No, but like, or oh gosh, dipping in a glass of milk. Oh gosh, I'm getting hungry now. But yo, this was such a cute scene. <laughs> this was a good scene. Oh man. Yeah, Roger like explains to him that how they're related. I was like, thank God they didn't drag this out. I'm I wanted him to explain their relation as soon yeah. as he came, saw that he came through the stones. Yep. And it was kind of cute how they did it through the Jeremiah connection. True. Yes, totally. 
it yeah. it felt easy it didn't feel like exposition mm-hmm. which was really nice exactly and it was a it really conveyed it well to us too just to like rejog our memories and connect all the dots and i literally wrote here it comes full circle mm-hmm. <laughs> and it does oh yeah. and then i also wrote the bangs are back <laughs> <laughs> bangs are happening i know we touched on them already but they are back officially noted but then like look who shows up rob cameron just like busting in like Good Lord. crazy neighbor like wilson like jumping over the fence popping over <laughs> he is wilson <laughs> literally go home rob i oh my god so they <laughs> struck they run and they hide buck in the priest hole and roger goes out to see rob and rob says have i come at a bad time the answer roger is yes yes like why do you allow him in tell him yeah this is not a good time sorry come back next week like, yeah. Why? yeah like man up like literally oh he's way too nice and lets him in anyway yeah it's because roger has a scottish cross crush on rob like i he think does. there's like some chemistry here it's like yeah in he the does DNA. I, he wants some fr- he wants like some bro bro action here yeah 100 percent. but then we have like this kind of like a love triangle Wait, sorry before oh, go we ahead. go on I, I just have one 80s one more 80s fashion note before we move yeah. on no we're still here do it up roger is standing on the steps and relaxed fit jeans are not for him. Like <laughs> he needs a skinnier jean. Yeah, he's I have like, to say, I think mm-hmm. I prefer him in a kilt. It's like an emo mm-hmm. band kind of guy with the skinny jeans. It was just like you know an eighties moment. It but was it just he's part accurate, of the Tufty but... Club. <laughs> <laughs> Do they mention that like in the earlier seasons? Do they mention Tufty? I. I back in the 60s i think so i don't know okay i need a refresh on the tufty club because i know even when i read like the tufty club thing i was still confused about what that was it's like a distinctly scottish thing it seems like yeah yeah it was like a safety program that they rolled out to kids and the mascot was tufty the squirrel oh great safety program for our child who gets a abducted this episode yeah no yeah, kidding like seriously. i think his parents need this more than i think so does. too like hide your kids hide your wife like <laughs> rob cameron's in town <laughs> oh my god oh my gosh and, and then so they're like you know rob's chatting roger up and then again we have roger leaving rob in his study with the chest of letters he already snooped in your time traveler journal how do you trust him in there with your things same i same i thanks for saying that because i literally was like what the heck come on roger (laughs) roger you fool yeah all sorts of bad decisions but also just why is buck why is buckley in the closet too also like just he doesn't need to be in there just have him out he's your They bring him to the power plant in the in the next. <laughs> he can be at dinner. <laughs> also, they have a whole giant house. Like, there's nowhere else he can yes. go sit. He yes. has to yeah. hide in the priest hole, the priest creepy hole. closet. Yeah. yeah, weird. And like, yeah. what do you have to pee so or something? Weird. You know? Yeah, it's, he's in there it's for like hours. A, a terrible snap decision. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Again, all could have been solved by no. We have company. Sorry, catch yep. you next week. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, 
Uncle Buck's in town and he's like mm-hmm. kind of rough around the edges. Like you need to stay away. I do have I do have to say, just when they're sitting at dinner and they like pan to a shot of Rob and he's sitting there smiling, and I'm like, this guy's pretty dashing. <laughs> like he is. Yes. I'm telling you. I don't know what it is. He's got like these blue eyes. He's got like a like Simply cute face. The smiles good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like good with kids. Real good with kids. <laughs> I mean, the way he was talking to Jenny, he did like the crane thing Weird. on Jenny's head. It was really cute. Yeah, like only a few people can pull off the like touch this kid I just met's hair. <laughs> <laughs> like in a comfortable way <laughs> like weird oh my god but then he started like nerding out with brie they were having their whole mm-hmm. like power plant like their nerd whole their talk. like work bonding moments and dams water bricks <laughs> and heart, heart. 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our powers combined go crack the dune <laughs> captain oh, planet man. outlander yeah. crossover <laughs> coming soon yes i'm here for that so weird i was thinking about captain planet today it's so weird so weird (laughs) you said that i was thinking about like literally i was like if i had a tattoo what would i get and i was like some people have like the zelda triforce and some people have like all these nerd things what would i put and i was like i love captain planet from childhood i would get captain planet so it's so weird that you're saying captain planet (laughs) i love that yeah Yeah. totally they send the kids to the caravan to watch tv (laughs) by themselves while they have Stranger Uncle Buck and Stranger Rob Cameron in the house. Yeah. Roger starts cleaning up as Bree and Rob have their work bonding and Rob asks to stay for one more drink. And again, Roger and Bree say yes. Why? That's you bizarre. Can't just yeah. send him home. It's late. Right. Your kids are about to go to bed. Yeah. Perfect excuse. They literally have the same job too. They gotta be at the same time. Like they know like the responsibilities they have. Like, come on here. Why are they sleeping in this camper at all at this point? Thank you. I don't understand it. I, there has to be yeah. space. Just the because the huge. upstairs is not done, the downstairs this, is gigantic. The house is huge. They could yeah. sleep in the fireplace. It's so yeah. true. <laughs> totally agree. Totally agree. Like it's insane. I don't understand it yeah. at all. They didn't really have a intro to the trailer in this show. Like the trailer just like was there mm-hmm. and they were like they were just like, Hey, we're living in this trailer. Like we didn't see them like putting the trailer there or like their initial living in the trailer. It was just like it's there's a trailer. Established. The trailer's yeah. been there. Um and they but they didn't there has been no hint that the trailer has been used in this kind of way. Like I had assumed the trailer was left over from their renovation time. Yeah. When they couldn't be in the house and for some reason they were right. still holding on to it. But the fact that they're still sleeping in that trailer was definitely news to me. And I only learned it this episode. Wait, was the trailer in the books? Probably, but I don't recall. I don't recall. Because like, I don't remember. What if the trailer is like, um, like a cutting cost thing for production? (laughs) They're like, we can't film in, you know, in uh, Lolly Rock, you know? It could be. I mean, the trailer did look really cute at night with the lights on around the outside. But like... Not not to get ahead of ourselves here, but like in shots later, the master bedroom, like this doesn't even look like a double wide. It looks like a quadruple wide. Like <laughs> yeah, this room is gigantic. True. Yeah. <laughs> true. Like spatially, I can't make sense of how yeah. that bedroom is right. part of. And meanwhile, they have their kids like sleeping out on what? Like the, the dining couch. room banquette tape, like bench. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah. And then how many rooms are in this thing? Yeah. And then they're just like mm-hmm. leaving their kids completely all the time. I, I don't know. 
like yeah we're gonna Parents talk about it later the year, but... they are not yeah. yeah like i think they might like, kind of deserve choices were made but, like, whatever, just, like, yeah yeah, yeah. Like, actually yeah. i think we're all on the same page with yeah, that like oh god yeah. like oh my god um <laughs> but um let's see all right so then we have a quick jump back to the past for mm-hmm. like we gotta have some jamie and claire in this episode and they have this cutesy little like oh you you need spectacles you can't read this 12 point castlin type here and blah 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 and by the way where know. did jamie's spectacles go did he get lasik like yeah, where right? <laughs> Do we not remember him wearing spectacles? Totally. You're right. He doesn't even wear them at all now. You would think for rifle shooting, at least, he would be wearing them. He would need them. (laughs) Right. Or or not be good at rifle shooting because he has an astigmatism. (laughs) Like, (laughs) come on. I don't know. I didn't need this. I could have actually done completely without Jamie and Claire in this entire episode. Like, I would have been okay with, like, everything else. Yeah, it's probably, like, in contract, but... Exactly. Yeah. I thought it was cute that we got this like reminder that Jamie used to run a print shop. Right. Like he knows all about fonts and and (laughs) sizing and things. And I was like, that tickled me a little bit. But like Claire needs to get over her narcissism. Like she's a doctor operating on people. Like wear the glasses. (laughs) Go girls. Yeah, for real. Agree. Agree. How do we feel about Jamie's new Daniel Morgan wilderness man uniform? I like it. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I mean, it shows that he's part of that group. That was like a very important, distinctive thing they did. So people mm-hmm. knew who they were and were afraid of them. Yeah. So yeah. he should be wearing it. But it is a funny looking kind of. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, could... I didn't love it here. But then later when he's wearing it, I'm like, this is working. Like, yeah. it looking fit in your, like, It could show outfit. more skin. But, you know, that's just me. They had like a little crop top. Kind of a that sliver be... of belly <laughs> sliver of belly and needed a cut out like a v-neck a, v-neck. a deep v <laughs> yes oh my gosh so also important is that in this scene we learned the battle's gonna be in three days i guess oh okay. oh i i think must have missed according that to what i have attention yeah no that's good information because i got so tired of hearing jamie talk about like the different types of glasses claire could buy i think i like, if we go to lens crafters on saturday we can get the double and bifocal the gold frames for <laughs> yeah. use oh, in yeah. church sunday <laughs> and your vision coverage okay. will totally reimburse <laughs> different time different time <laughs> he's oh, ready man. to process the copay yeah exactly he wants to get like all his benefits like he wants everything <laughs> like everything use it all entitled no contact lenses put it all on the frames yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh my gosh we now have another quick little scene with mm-hmm. general fraser who's willie's cousin too i'm just remembering that as it's happening mm-hmm. And basically, he's like, hey, listen, you're a lord. You can get a total out on this and go be an errand boy. Mm-hmm. And Willie's like, no, dude, I want to fight. I want to fight for a right for colonization. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but <laughs> literally, he like stands up and he's like, you know what? Like, I want to fight and it's noble. We're here for it. <laughs> and General Fraser is kind of like talking this up as he comes in. He's like, I want to be here among my men before the battle and the brotherhood and the manliness and like we're gonna be together 
And William's like, it's my moment. Like, yeah. I want that too. Convinces him to let him be part of the battle. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, he's saying all this. But meanwhile, like, William's eating his, like, fancy lunch in a tent. Like, <laughs> yeah. while right? other people yeah. are, like, yep. having their bread around and a fire. Milk. Right. <laughs> yeah. Bread and right. water. Right. <laughs> well, and this is this is also, like, a common tv movie thing like like the young the young lad who wants to fight in the war Mm -hmm. like we've seen this like so many times like the same exact you know type of scenario yeah he's just so desperate to prove himself he is totally and i also think general fraser is kind of an interesting character because you know he is a red coat but we have this weird like respect for his wisdom because he is a fraser you know yeah and so it's he's like the he's... one good one yeah the one good red coat one good yeah. one so there, the one there's not setting there. women on fire yeah oh my gosh yikes but, but even later when he's like kind of instilled wisdom like mm-hmm. after the war it just it's like an unexpected you know he's like a compassionate character for the most he part is. so yeah he, I he like does him. feel he feels like this adopted grandfatherly yeah. figure mm-hmm. for William totally so then we jump back to the present and we learn some more stuff about Rob he's divorced a huge trauma moment memory talking about is like revealing it to them like i have to tell you something this is the town's gonna go wild black mark against me yes not Um, only is he divorced but his child lives in france France. only a french woman would do this (laughs) i kept thinking of like titanic like the french girls (laughs) i kept thinking about below deck and how there's always one decky on below deck who has a child in some other country he doesn't get to see because he's like working really hard on the ship to try to like pay for his child's life (laughs) like rob would be a decky on below deck yeah (laughs) totally rob rob I was going to say, based on the commentary, I was going to ask, what do we think, like, actual victim or professional victim? But it sounds like you guys feel like he's... I feel professional victim, and honestly, I question, is this even true? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's flip-flop by the end of this episode, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, here we are, we're Mm -hmm. like, he's so cute. We love him. The kids love him. And now I'm like, what's going on? Like, we got our villain? We got our seasoned villain? What? Uh So, yeah. But let's see. A couple other things happened before this. Yeah. We have... The nanny! Yes, he's the nanny officially. He's like out with the kids. And I don't know if that was the actual theme song to the nanny. I like forgot it there, but I think I did pretty good. But he's so cute. He's just like vibing with like the kids, like just hanging out. Mandy's brushing his little beard with her little (laughs) doll comb. Love that. So cute. So cute. And they're like, he's not scary. Like it was so cute and cool. Like Roger and Bree. So they like don't know where Buck is. They go rushing into the caravan, observe that this stranger is sitting right next to their children and has been for who knows how long. The children explain he's not scary and they just leave. Like yeah. they just turn around and leave to talk <laughs> privately. Like, yeah. oh great, we've got some child care. Like, let's yeah. go. We're like, you don't we're good. know him. Yeah. Just bring him in. I find it weird that they're not quickly accepting of him, regardless of all the stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. But like, he's a time traveler. He's clearly family. 
he's apologized he understands so like why aren't we comfortable with him like hanging around the house and like living there and like Mm -hmm. do we need to bring him to work (laughs) you know like right like I I agree with that like he could stay at the house for sure I'm just like I don't know don't leave him alone with the children yet like to get to know him a little (laughs) bit more like a couple hours It doesn't make sense to your, like, it's so hot and cold Mm -hmm. where it's like, we're banishing you to the Harry Potter cupboard Mm -hmm. while we're having dinner yet are you're like gentle enough with our children that they're playing with you, but we don't trust our children's opinions. So Bree's going to have a, bring your great, 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 great father-in-law to (laughs) work day. Yeah. Right. So and meanwhile, Rob Cameron like locked her in tunnels on her first yeah. day of work. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're like, they're come like, have a dram. Like, let's go have dinner together. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and like you can sure definitely bring my gem. son. Yeah. yeah. Take him to the movies with Bobby and and have a sleepover at your sister's house. Yeah. They feel timest. Like I feel like they're yeah. <laughs> they're like judging people from the past a lot harder than yeah, they are people right. in the eighties. <laughs> yes, I feel like that was a South Park episode. I, I don't know why, but I feel like it was. <laughs> oh, so like Buckley somehow is like not a beer drinking snack wrapper leaving fool like he was like the first couple episodes <laughs> like they really made him seem like a homeless dude living in the woods with like such a degenerate such a degenerate he's just and, trying to survive yeah and now he's literally like oh, i completely comprehend the entire scenario and have come full circle <laughs> and it's just like what is this like this change in character like from literally a raccoon to like (laughs) not a raccoon domesticated animal like what on earth (laughs) oh man maybe they'll give him some peanuts one more thing did you guys also find it weird when roger's talking about how much he enjoyed punching buckley yeah (laughs) like yeah it was weird like i felt like it would have like I was on board for yeah I got it out of my system when I punched right. him but then mm-hmm. he but then he's like I punched him a bunch and it felt really good right. yeah. like, I'm a man Bernie. yeah, yeah. I'm a manly man like that's ruffling his that's feathers how it felt a little bit yeah yeah a little bit I don't know it it hit weird for me mm-hmm. yeah well, what was he what's his word that he says later like he's um primal. Oh God, so <laughs> so traumatized. Primal. I just, I just oh felt like triggered. Triggered. Yeah. We're, we're almost there. We're almost there. Um, <laughs> well, next we have the awkward scene. Uh, bring your great 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 uncle to work day or whatever. Like he looked several. like such a giant next to Bree. He's, yeah. He's huge. How tall is this guy? Like, oh. I have to look it up. The hard hat was just making yeah. him yeah. look even, even bigger. bigger. I was impressed. Did they shave his beard a little bit too? Because his beard looked like a little bit. He did look like well he got cleaned yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. And that, but I like that scene was actually pretty cool. Well, before mm-hmm. Rob Cameron came, but it was cool, like when he was connecting with the mountains and mm-hmm. the yeah. things that didn't change, and then thinking, yeah, of, like, that was nice. Yeah, and the people are gone though. It's kind of surreal. Like, I mean, I literally was thinking about like if I traveled two hundred years into the future and went to like Vanderbilt Mansion or something mm-hmm. or like Mills, and it was still exactly the same, but like two hundred years later, you know. I agree. Wait. That uh, 
scene also really resonated with me. Like I thought that was a beautiful moment when he's looking at what's the same and what's different and reflecting on, you know, things that are constant and things that have changed. Yep. Yeah, I loved the like the shots were so good of the the hills. And then just shout out to Sophie's skeleton whose skin was glowing. Like yes. this, this was her cute. light. <laughs> like this was yeah. so good. for her she looked fantastic and again I find her in these scenes that are that work so nicely with the kids and now with Mm -hmm. Buck and I just can't get on board with her and Roger's energy it just like does not vibe for me uh I felt it kind of weird that she was like did you notice in the scene to the dam she was like walk they did a whole entrance with her by herself like in her little jumpsuit with her hard hat like walking in for like a minute by herself but i'm like was buckley just like on his own at the dam yeah like standing there waiting she's like i gotta right. go talk to somebody right. stand here and stare at mountains yeah you, you <laughs> yeah. can't be left alone in our house but like you full you got free reign of the workplace yeah like... this is only like a security threat <laughs> yes exactly and... yeah let's just flood the whole town right yeah. oh my god I was going to say, just jump into the next scene. Uh, Bree starts explaining a bit about time travel and how the gemstones kind of are your payment and a little bit about steering. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She does. And she asks what we all want to know, right? Yeah. Like, how did you end up in the future? Like, how did you end up here? So I found a continuity issue. Okay. (laughs) She said to him, she's like, when you came through the stones, why didn't you think just to go back through the stones? But I'm like, uh, he knows nothing of the gemstones. Like, he can't just go back through the stones because he doesn't have a gemstone. So, like, why would you suggest that? That doesn't make sense. And then... I know, like, I literally thought that. And then I'm sitting there thinking, like, wait, what about his gemstone? Like, he also needs a gemstone. When they introduced Buckley, it seemed like, oh, my God, he, like, found the stones and slipped through time. And oops. But no, you need the stone gemstone component to it. And literally, as I'm thinking of this, that's when she, like, looks at his ring and is like, Mm -hmm. oh, like, that's why this is missing. You need the stone. But she 100% was like, when you came through the stones, why didn't you just go back through the stones? I think that was a weird question, too, because thinking about her mom's experience when Mm -hmm. Claire went through the stones, she didn't think, let me just go right back through the stones. Like, she stumbled around in the woods and was like, where am I? You know, he probably wasn't sure what happened either and like you said you're afraid of it because it was it's a painful scary true process Um, she was just you know being a little tough on him i just feel like if i were the creator of a tv show and i'm like like i know all this detail i don't know how do you just miss that like why would you put that in there i think it was for the audience like i think this was the way of getting like our questions about how he could possibly be there like out of the way to help people buy in that is like a true I think his answer to that question is great and Tiff yeah. what you're mentioning about Claire too where he's like I didn't know it was a different time right. like it looked the same it was an untouched stone yeah. circle <laughs> it wasn't until I'd walked away that I realized I wasn't yeah in, in my Kansas own time anymore. Yeah. yeah but I loved her question of why are you here within the context of like the steering information like yes. what was he thinking that yeah. brought him to that time right which okay maybe he was thinking about his son or something Jeremiah and then by default like that translated to his heirs being Roger and Jemmy I don't know I don't know I'm just 
I'm sorry. I'm having like continuity light bulbs like just going off my head. Like not to like go way back, but like Claire's initial Mm -hmm. trip to the past. Mm -hmm. One could argue her pull was Jamie, but like Mm -hmm. when she went through the stones, she was with Frank. Frank. So there was like no like discontent in her heart. Like she wasn't like she was happy. Like she wasn't feeling like a lack of love. Like, cause she loved Frank. So it's like weird that she would have went back to that time. It's like, what was her pull in the initial beginning of this? I don't know. She's gobbled and making it up as she goes along. Just saying no. <laughs> um, But not to like totally like clock them so hard right now. But I mean, I guess maybe that's to say you don't necessarily need to be steering. Like you can accidentally travel and it tends to take you the like 204 years or whatever it is true she like accidentally traveled through and so did he in a way yeah and traveled forward but not back yeah because he was already in the 17 whatever side i don't know it's very complicated you know and then also why can't you travel like if you can do like mind leading Mm -hmm. you would think that you can mind lead to like other stones that aren't the stone that you're going to oh that's an interesting thought Mm -hmm. right like you would think they they're all the same type of waypoint magic in a sense I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm jumping. I don't think like... you can think about it too hard. Yeah, exactly. I'm like in the matrix. Or right you're now. gonna get upset. Could you make a case that Claire was thinking about home and like wanting a mm. home, having not had mm-hmm. one? That's true. And like that's I how she ended been. up where she did. True. And there's the whole element of like Frank saw a Scottish ghostly man staring up at her in mm. the window when she was brushing her hair like the night before oh, maybe, and yeah maybe they it's just like they're forever time looped together those yeah. two maybe jamie was the pull like maybe it was jamie's magic like pulling her mind and she didn't even know he existed yet Mm-hmm. so many things oh so many questions maybe so many one day questions. there will be answers yeah, yeah i look forward to your not. thesis paper aaron <laughs> yes <laughs> this is my thesis it will be completely <laughs> written on ai and it will be <laughs> 500 paragraphs long of time travel continuity issues <laughs> lord <laughs> sapphires what do they do no i'm just kidding um <laughs> let's see <laughs> breaking it down <laughs> cease and desist from uh diane gabaldon you need to stop you're ruining <laughs> ruining it that's my second this is our second podcast where i used cease and desist just that way go on go rob on. approaches brie and buck and he's like touching on brie's arm and rob goes away and <laughs> buck is like really upset about this and he thinks yeah. that he's smiling a bit too much in her direction mm-hmm. and Brie like visibly sighs and rolls her eyes which yeah. cracked me up just based on the fact that yeah you had her husband hung because he kissed his great 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 grandmother yeah and you thought he was like moving in on her yeah it was so funny to me. Yeah, he needs to work on this. Like he, he needs, does. he needs therapy. <laughs> like he needs to talk to somebody. This is not good. And then he goes and tells Roger in the next mm-hmm. scene, like, mm-hmm. "Hey, buddy, this yeah. guy's moving in on your wife." And yeah. Roger gives him the same brush off. Like yeah. he does. And I loved when he said, <laughs> "Buck is like a man is born knowing when someone is preying on their woman." Yeah, <laughs> the way he said it was so Scottish. Oh my god. Yeah. 
his oh. his accents very thick yeah very thick and yeah. i love it it's I, so good yeah i'm here for him like mm-hmm. i just i'm here for him even his language like the conversation he has with roger about finding out his death in like the family tree yeah. and stuff and yeah roger you know handles it with like the grace that roger always does yep. handle yep. big information with yeah. and he's like do you want to know and he's like no but tell me anyway yeah. and yeah. just like lo- like his delivery was so good like so good yeah so good so and i also liked um the little moment with the airplane toy yeah Mm -hmm. this like eternal connection that these people this family has with airplanes because even like roger's father was a pilot and Mm -hmm. it's like this whole family trait of loving these flying machines and traveling essentially Mm -hmm. you know that's like what they are really you know Mm -hmm. like like unimaginable traveling Mm -hmm. you know like it's kind of the same feat as time travel to him you know a plane flying through the air you know Mm -hmm. Uh, so would you guys want to know like your death date what would you do in that situation god that would be really hard that would be really hard that would be hard I don't know if I would want to know. What if it's really early and then I'd be really upset? That's the question I'd ask. If someone knew it, like if one of you had a piece of paper with the date on it, I would ask you questions. I'd be like, is it a long time from now? Because if that's the case, I'm cool not knowing it. Let it be random in like the in my 80s or something. But if you're like, no, you're like five years or something, I want to know that. Like the other thing is too is these documents, like Roger is saying, it's not always correct. True. Like, yeah. you know, there's could be an error. Yep. So you could be living your whole life, like say it it says you you die in a couple years or something. Right. You could be living your whole life worrying about that moment. Is it gonna be today? Is it gonna be today? Right. And it could be entirely wrong. Right. Well, okay, a plot aside though, I feel like this is such an easy one to test their theory of being able to change the past. All he has to do is not go back. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like he needs to just stay put in the well, present. Boom. But the the death year on the family tree is the year that Buck disappeared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, so if yeah, true, so it could just be a discrepancy. If it, it's well, it's one of those things where it's like that is their understanding of when right. he died because he disappeared. So true. does the state actually indicate he goes back and dies, or does he never go back and lives like a full long life somewhere else? True, true. So I mean, it's mm. like almost one of those things where it's like, do you make the choice? That you want to go see your family one more time? Yeah. Or do you say, I want more yep. years of living, so I'm not going to try yeah. to go back to them? I yeah. think you guys know what's going to happen. I think he's going to die in this whole entire, like, getting Jemmy back. Like, I feel like he's going to, like, sacrifice himself in, like, a noble way. It'll be, like, a re- it would be a character redemption for the hanging of Roger. Mm-hmm. It'll, like, hit all those sweet spots. It does exactly what, you know, Gabaldon likes to do to us. So that's, mm-hmm. like, my prediction is he's going to die within his time travel journey with okay. with them so we'll see what happens mm-hmm. noted though it's on the record on the record totally <laughs> coming up in a bit you guys are gonna laugh at something else that i predicted but not really uh, <laughs> but before that oh god have the crazy primal scene <sighs> i can feel it coming in the oh god so like i don't know about you guys but did you first hear the song but not hear the song like i heard I, <laughs> you know what i mean i heard the song in the background and but I i'm like, like oh is alexa on like i literally was like 
Is it on here in my present time? No, it was sneaking on in. Sneaking in until the steam change. Like they did the beat drop right at that exact like bedroom moment. Okay. Editing magic. Editing magic. But I don't know about you guys, but this was like probably the worst sex scene in the entire series. And I love these sex scenes in the show. And this was the worst I have ever seen. Like the actors were like under the covers face to face, just like, oh, 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 oh. Well, the camera oh. angles were weird too. So weird. weird. When they like shaky cameraed in on his like hand on her butt. Yeah. It felt very Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Like home movie. <laughs> like I so odd. I like really want to be a fly in the room when they're filming this because they're probably just yeah, like laughing. Poor people. They probably know it's bad. Like they're probably like laughing their asses off and just like <laughs> pretending. <laughs> I couple things. One, what is with people in this family getting off on talking about other people's crushes on them? Right? Before- yeah. <laughs> right? Tom, justice for Tom. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And second, during their whole sex scene, I was just like, what are these like crazy 70s, early 80s bed sheets that are happening? I did not notice the sheets, unfortunately. (laughs) They were pretty fantastic. (laughs) Oh Oh my God. God. No, I spent the whole scene like cringing. I'm like, oh my God, when is it going to end? Wait, are they doing this? No, they're not doing this. Yeah. It's still, I don't know. And it looked kind of painful and awkward. And I just, the My song. No- I love that song. It was song. a bold choice. I love that song. Yeah. Say, like, why did they do this to Phil Collins? Yeah. No, my note was like, not even Phil Collins can give them chemistry. Like, that says something. But wait, we have to comment on like the lead in because he was okay. like, you know, touching her mm-hmm. and he's like, not trying to be like inappropriate. Like, it was just a really strange. What, what did he say? Like marking his territory on her a little bit, you know, with the other guy. It was it, weird. The whole thing was weird because he, when talking with Buck about it, he doesn't necessarily believe that Rob has a hot eye for her, I don't think, or like really care that much. Yep. But when she started using it as like a foreplay thing, he's like, okay, like I'm I'm going to get in on this. And there was a lot of weird like hand touching and then not touching of hands, like throwing hands away. And it, it, I don't know. They were trying something different. Yeah, you're right. They were trying something different. Didn't love it. They get a brownie point for, yeah, they tried. They were like, let's do the weird trailer futon, like (laughs) Phil Collins throwback, like primal something or other i don't know and you know it's funny because you guys have been saying constantly like the chemistry they don't have and i'm always Mm -hmm. like kind of like yeah like i've been wanting them to have the chemistry yeah Mm -hmm. i've been really because i like them and i'm like wanting it Mm -hmm. and you guys just pulled me to your side this whole scene (laughs) i was like this is so i feel like i was watching two i like, really thought we were going to come into this episode, Aaron, and you were going to be talking about how much you loved it and like how hot it was. And I was going to have to sit here and be like, oh, as ugh, usual. Cringe. I hated it. Cringe. No, like I was like, I was, I wish you guys were flying the room for me because I was I laughing know. so hard when that beat drop dropped. Yeah. Like it was, first of all, like so many volume levels higher than like yes. it previously was. And then it just didn't land. And like, you guys have known me for a 
long time. One of my superpowers is timing things to music, literally. And this just <laughs> did not time. It just was like, oh, Lord, those poor actors. <laughs> Oh I, I don't think the whole like dominant alpha male trope like works for Roger. No, like mm-hmm. that is it does that is not his thing. He's like sensitive and right. says these like really sweet emotional like you're my family like mm-hmm. we're in this together stuff that works for me with him and yeah. how they connect. This was like this was like a Jamie and Claire physical yeah like I yeah. need you now thing. It's not their relationship dynamic. It was right. really weird and like I need to now palate cleanse in the air tonight which is a good song. Yeah. It's like <laughs> pull that one off of the mix for a bit like get it out of rotation. No um, I mean if this yeah it wasn't for me. I definitely also was like wow Phil Collins is old. <laughs> I was just like <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. I mean, it it's is such the 80s. a good song. Such a good so good. Song. Oh my gosh. So much good music from the 80s. Yeah. I do think that they're making Roger a little bit more of like a white cis man of like today. Like mm-hmm. I feel like there's these parallels between like modern issues with men that like doesn't it shouldn't be in this era in the 80s. I feel like they didn't have these boundaries and this kind of respect. And I, and obviously I don't want to see disrespect, but I feel like they're not being true to like the demographic of demographic of men in the 80s. Like I just something is disconnecting for me. I don't know if that makes sense. I think that line like I I hear what you're saying with the line where he said, I know, I can't remember the exact words, but like, I know I'm a mod, supposed to be like a modern man and not care or about Rob like lusting after his woman. And then that does feel a little bit more of today. Right. Then I don't know if they were concerned about those things in the 80s, like caring about letting other people think your wife's hot. It's still bad. Like it's still bad today. So it's like weird Mm -hmm. when they have this, I don't know, like almost they're just trying to be like politically correct, you know, Mm -hmm. like PC for the show a little bit, you know? Do you think this was to kind of offset the fact that Roger has been, we've seen him grocery shopping this season we've seen him like at home with the kids Mm -hmm. like Bree is the one working and this is like a rebalancing of that like is that what they're trying to because like I don't need that like I'm like him emptying the dishwasher like that's hot like great (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're like they're like Like everybody thinks he's beta cuck Roger and he's not he's literally <laughs> yeah. like alpha like alpha Roger yeah like he's yeah. secure in doing those things and yeah. that's hot and then totally. this happened and it's so like like you said like I'm a dude and yeah. I I got off on punching this guy before and I'm gonna yeah, like yeah. take my wife and it's yeah. like uh okay <laughs> I don't know. I just thought of like, I don't know why. I just had an image of like the caveman, like dragging his wife by the hair <laughs> across the floor. <laughs> right. It, it does feel that way. Yeah. I don't want to spend too much time yes. embarrassing myself I, talking about it, but. I'm with you, Katie. I'm, I'm happy with like grocery shopping, dishwashing. <laughs> Roger like I don't need this like that's that's preferable to me yeah yeah he's looking good in his kilt 
Yeah. He's teaching Gaelic and he's unpacking groceries. I mean, 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. If you can merge them all at one time, (laughs) then the Phil Collins music would have worked. But yeah. Yeah. If they had played Phil Collins over emptying the dishwasher. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Imagine he's like, like plate drumming. Like, you know. in his kill like sliding or like risky business like sliding Uh, across (laughs) oh so good so good oh my gosh we're gonna get like hired by like the staff to like write next season we have such great ideas (laughs) they really could use us (laughs) oh my god they're like see the graph that you did and be like these people are legit (laughs) yeah viewers (laughs) tiffany like charted like graphed out like the ratings of our episodes like review. follow us on instagram to see <laughs> yes <laughs> if you love a good line graph <laughs> it is a line graph and there's even a, a line for our average rating yes because i'm thorough like that no yeah, was... i'm just tanking it in case you weren't Impressed. already aware yes <laughs> oh, man. oh man well i'm gonna bring us now to uh one of our favorite characters that we got to see for one second <gasps> ian legitimately not enough second. ian yeah. i was like finally ian. oh okay. okay that's it that's it more desserts i mean deserters <laughs> <laughs> yum yeah, that well, was it with was, Ian. Th- maybe I'm like slow here, but like he, this was him finding a British guy, right? And yeah, deserter. That's, okay. One of those lily lizards. What it did they call them? Earlier? Okay, I guess yeah. I wasn't putting that together that that's mm. who he had found. I thought yep. this, I was like, yeah. all right, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And they like pumped him for information, I guess. So. Yeah. It, all right yeah because that's what i thought i was like oh they found someone they know this is gonna happen now mm-hmm. yeah. and it's time to rumble at the yeah. farm it seems like basically this soldier found out like they were going going to battle and was like uh forget this <laughs> yeah <laughs> just ran away honestly like, I'm not... can i do the letter i thought there was a letter mission right. <laughs> yeah, yeah totally yeah right <laughs> <laughs> like signing up for that that would totally be me i would be like nope sorry yeah i feel like absolutely no conflict like um i thought i was just looking for desserts sorry this is just a miscommunication (laughs) my bad what's going with the deserters just natural for me sorry um So, and then the next scene is, and I don't, do we even need to talk about the next scene? It's just like Claire and Jamie, like classic, yeah. like, will kiss you kiss me, me? always? Blah, 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 blah. Gross. Jamie looked nervous. <laughs> Slow-mo walk away True. from Jamie. True. Not, not usually a good sign. I don't know. I just also like didn't care that much. No, <laughs> like, it, yeah, I agree. Like, truly, I was just like, this is stupid. Like they really, he really shouldn't even be in this at all. Like they really shouldn't be in this. Period. <laughs> like there's, there's no reason. Come yeah, on, other than time Sam Hewitt looks very good this episode. He, he looked does. very good That's when he true. said. Then he did say the kiss me, Claire. I was like, Sam, good on you. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. on you, Sam. No, you guys right now are just in like a classic, like we saw too much weakness in Roger's sex scene <laughs> that you're like are deprived. And then you got to like the Jamie scene. You're just like, oh, it looks great. Yes. <laughs> oh, 
Like, You're right. Roger looks great this season too. I don't want to hate on Roger. This That's is true. just like a weird That's setup true. for them. It didn't work for me. But... Yeah. It's, yeah. Yes. They're, they're like trying too hard. Everyone's looking great. A plus plus. Yeah. Beautiful actor. Roger, <laughs> Sam, all of them. Oh my god. So this next scene, the battle, the first battle of Saratoga. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you guys, this is where I took a pause in my watching. Well, one of the many. And I called my mom and I was mm-hmm. like on the phone with her and like we got talking. And then we got talking about Outlander. And I was like, I was like, yeah, like this episode is actually pretty good. And I was like, you know, okay, you don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. But I'm like sensing some chemistry between like Willie and Sandy. And like, I think this is going to be a thing. <laughs> like, I literally was like, I'm like, I'm literally like feeling like something's going to happen. And she's like, oh, you'll, you'll see. <laughs> literally hit play on the next scene (laughs) (laughs) and it was like i just saw it coming from a mile away they're like talking like you like rachel and boom Mm -hmm. bullet to the head i immediately like paused it and i called my mom and i was just like (laughs) i'm just (laughs) laughing on the other side And she's like, you just saw it, right? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't want to tell you. (laughs) So my predictions are not that great, but whatever. Which we'll think of. Poor Sandy. Poor Sandy. You know, he really, like, he killed it this episode. He did. I was in in on Sandy and I wanted more Sandy. He was cute. Like, I was noticing him. I was like, "Uh oh. And his little mischief moments, stealing the yeah. champagne or whatever it was. I I was like, we need, I think William needs a Sandy. Like, yeah. you know how he's like Mr. Honorable and yeah. always like follow the rules. He needs a little bit of, let's steal the champagne. Exactly. Yeah. Like in his, his life. His like foil, mm-hmm. like his friendship foil. Yeah. Sandy's just another victim to William's character building. And it's really a shame. <laughs> I know. It is. For real. It is a shame. Oh, and I just, I hate scenes like that. I just like, you know, I've been saying it since day one. I hate like just the stupid blood and gore stuff. Also, like if you're getting hit with a rifle in the head from like that distance, it's not doing that. It's blowing that head head to pieces. It's not like just going to be like, like dead eyes for a second then the it just drips down the face no that head is exploding right i mean it could be wrong maybe we i have chris no idea one, i have like... no idea we should ask chris yeah what rifles from that time would do but like yeah. i don't think it back. would do that like i don't think it would do the movie like gunshot to the head death mm-hmm. you know but this was sad it I mean... was sad and it is kind of crazy how much of a machine those like British infantry soldiers were because people are just going down around them and no one aside from William flinches. Like everyone just continues to yeah, just load their muskets and yeah. go. It's just, Not yeah, me. the whole thing is crazy that this is how people fought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they line up, Bananas. line up across yeah. from each other and shoot at each yeah. other. No, amen. I, yeah, I literally was having the same thoughts. I was like, this is stupid almost. Like, come on. I don't know. I would be running. I was just going to ask how we feel about William's like pining for Rachel. Yeah. I didn't believe it when we were talking about it before, but that like, you know, brought it into like reality. Like, he does like her, you know? So Mm -hmm. that's going to be a thing later. And like, but he didn't make no moves, yo. Like, come on. He had the I, most time with her. He did. And I feel like William thinks he's supposed, when he's in battle or at war, he's supposed to be pining for some woman at home. Yeah. 
Like yeah. he thinks that's what he's supposed to do, so that's what he's doing. Yeah, yeah this is like true. his romanticized view of how this is supposed to work, and yeah. she was convenient in yep. terms of yep. like <laughs> yep. having met her. That's how yeah. it felt to me. Aww. Do you guys remember like ten years ago when paintball was a thing and like everyone was paintballing and going oh, yeah. to paintball places? Like this battlefield to me looked like a. <laughs> paintball place i was it like did. did they rent out like an old paintball yeah. it kind of <laughs> like did you're right <laughs> right it was yeah it was strange strange it was a weird place but yeah and then uh uh fraser his i don't know cousin uncle whatever yeah. he is kind of knocks william out of it and he goes full fraser berserker yeah. mode exactly yeah. channeled like- his dad so i didn't even realize that this is the battle like i didn't realize he was battling jamie in this they they kept that like pretty on the dl right like Mm -hmm. yeah we um, didn't see them like jamie could have shot sandy for all we know he could have been the one to take him out you're right he could have oh i just i don't know i don't know you you both are parents i feel like you would just like know your kids on the battlefield like i don't know like like i feel like you would immediately see them like even of the limited time that they have had with each other you know they're on the opposite side you're going into battle you got a rifle so you can zoom in and see i feel like you will know your kid is out there two things one Jamie does not have his spectacles, as we have discussed. Yeah, that's true. That is true. We do have that supporting evidence. And, but to your point, Jamie said, like, he doesn't, like, the thing he wants the least in, is to see his son on the other side of the battlefield. He does not want to face his son in battle. Yep. And this has been a struggle for him, knowing that he is on the rebel side now. Uh, so if we had gotten a moment of him recognizing William was there, I wonder what he would have done. Would he have, like left would he have just spent his whole time act, like trying to make sure yeah. william survived like how would he have coped with that this is just this is the shit that so pisses me off about this show and these shows it could be so much better if he just told them the truth about time travel like mm-hmm. his whole life journey would be so much better he wouldn't have this feeling of like i need to be a red coat in the army he'd like it would bring you to a whole other level of oh my god i'm connected to a mystical power <laughs> like, mm-hmm. i mean that would just change everything like it would change it would sort it all out perfectly it's like why do we not take these liberties on a time travel show come on now <laughs> Even with the truth of his origin, like, I think, like, knowing I'm connected to a, like, mystical time-traveling family, or I'm not, like, biologically connected to, like, my dead mom. <laughs> like, I feel like there's, like, a big <laughs> difference there. It's just, like, you would keep that secret. I don't know. So, Katie, knowing what you know about William from the books, do you think he would uh, believe that time travel was real? Or do no. you think he would not believe? I think he would not believe. I think he would be like, you all believe belong in a madhouse. You're all cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. True. And well, I would say that the characters could prove it's real, but they don't. They're stupid. These characters. They are stupid. <laughs> they won't be like, William, let's go to a stone circle. Yeah. I'll show right. you. Or yeah. Or even like history be like, today, this is going to happen. Like mm-hmm. Alexander Grand Bell. I don't even know if that's even around then. Or like, I don't know. <laughs> Some famous shit. I mean. <laughs> William is an earl, uh-huh. which is like a huge yeah. deal. 
This is like, yeah, he's not a baron. He's like up there in terms of British landed gentry. That's true. And this is a person who's used to feeling superior for the yeah. sole fact that his birth gave him a title. Yeah, Lord Fauntleroy. He's not going to be okay finding out that's illegitimate. Mm-hmm. Like it true. is a huge defining factor of who he is and a point of pride that's true and i feel like so much of it what we're trying or they're trying to convey in his character development this season is him trying to live up to that title yeah in a way right i agree Mm -hmm. yeah he's striving to make something of himself to deserve the title yeah again i feel like this is like a theme of today sort of but he's annoying (laughs) (laughs) yes He is. It's he not, is. It's like, not interesting. It's just like, okay, here's like William, the right and the just. Yeah. Like, I'm actually like I, really, I can't believe we're getting this much William. I like, I didn't think, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys know I've brought up Willie up a lot. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, like, are we going to see him? Like, I really didn't mm-hmm. think we'd ever see him again. <laughs> I like the actor. Me too. I, it's just, um, you know, this is William. Yeah, (laughs) and the actor's doing a good job making him more likable. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. But he's like, I don't know. It's like Brie. Like I didn't really care for Brie right away either. It's because you have these two awesome characters of like Claire and Jamie, and you think that their offspring, Brie, and then Jamie's offspring, William, should just be as amazing as them, and they're not. Yeah, trying to live up to that hype is like it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so William goes berserker mode with his sword. And uh, then yeah, we go to Literally. Roger waking up in the middle of the night to go write something yeah. in his study. I guess leaving the caravan to go inside the house. I don't understand it. Wouldn't he have passed the kids in the car yeah. like to get out? Like, what is the setup? Well, right. I mean, yeah. Oh, but did- he was... The Demi's gem was supposed to be at a sleepover. Okay, Mm -hmm. so that's why he wasn't going to be in his bed, right? Yeah, I'm with it. I didn't. I didn't like like I as an audience as a viewer I didn't like the mislead of like him in his study and then looking at the trunk like I thought he was about to reveal something really cool in there well and... what he realized is that the letter was sticking out which is not um... how he left it so he's yeah. like oh who went someone read letters didn't notice that mm-hmm. it's Rob mm. and then how about this um, Mandy connection with mm-hmm. um, Jemmy. Like that was what crazy, is, right? What did you call it? The purple power? What the purple they? power. Yeah. They literally <laughs> had purple power. They do. And it, but it like it actually made me a little uncomfortable because I actually thought Jemmy was dead, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like being off that plane of existence, you know? I love that they have that connection though. I love it too. Yeah. It's really special. More amplified magic, maybe from the Fraser side and Claire's time travel side. Yeah. But also kind of weird that none of the other characters have it with each other too, though. Like you would think Brie would have it with them too. Or like I don't think we've seen siblings. Yeah. True. I don't know. And they're both like said, they're both from different lines. And they probably are the youngest time travelers. Right. right? Mm -hmm. Like they went through the stones like in the infant. Actually, no. Well, Brie went through as in utero. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, here's me ripping it apart again. I think it's <laughs> like the, the sibling. <laughs> yeah, like it's the the magic of the family yeah. plus sibling. Yeah. 
connection. I I like that. Like I like this mm-hmm. little added characteristic. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's nice they have something special. Um, so yeah, so Mandy's freaked out because she can't hear Jem anymore in her head, and she saw in her dream Jem go close to the stones and then disappear. Yeah. So like Roger and Bree are in a panic. Roger's gonna go check on Buck, and oh, uh, Bree is Bree. gonna call Bobby's mom. She like jumps on Instagram to see what Roger or what uh, <laughs> Rob's up to. He's mm-hmm. like, oh my god, they're like not at the movies. Oh, his Insta story. What? No, I I hate to like be that so judgy, but like Roger and Brie are not winning parent of the year. Like they did no. not co- even call Bobby's mom to check about the sleepover situation. Yeah, like bet that a little bit, you know? Yeah. Or, or like, hey, Bobby's mom, like Jem's going to sleep over. Here's my, our number. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yep. Like just have a little touch base before yep i did not see that coming by the way that whole thing you did not yeah not even huge shock in the i also in the book did not see it coming necessarily like i didn't trust rob um yeah but i didn't expect him to steal jemmy yeah yeah like just thinking he stole jemmy and brought him through the stones jemmy's back in time without any of them that's crazy to me i don't know maybe you guys can fill me in if it's not spoiling it but like i didn't understand the galas connection unless that's something we find out next but he was like blood magic and sacrifice and galas so like so he, yeah he's just spiraling because he wrote in that time traveler book about the the oh. blood sacrifice to time okay. travel and he knows rob read the book and he's not sure oh is rob a time traveler like is he taking gem to the stones mm. to like sacrifice him so okay. that he can travel like, he's just spitballing, freaking out about all the possibilities. Yeah. I was thinking, for some reason, Rob was, like, connected to Galus somehow. That's where my brain was going. Oh. But I, I don't mean, know. There is, a po- like, a possible connection in that I think they were both part of, like, the same kind of political group at the at oh, the time. But okay. at this point, I don't think Galus... They may have met previously, but I think at this point, is Galus is not in this time. We'll find out in yeah. two weeks time yeah create a lot a lot happened in this episode and then mm-hmm. i don't know why i wrote willie because we have we go yeah. back to the past one more time oh yeah and will is like processing oh, the death with, of sandy yeah. mm-hmm. and the guys behind him start like complaining about digging and yes. will gets indignant and it's like then go help them dig will. right like, my thoughts exactly <laughs> like these people are covered in mud and William's standing there having just been through battle and his uniform was like spotless. Right. Yeah. Right. And he he feels the need to give them this like speech before he finally takes off his jacket yeah. and helps like dig. Yep. So yeah. thank God. Thank God he like I was oh, with God. you too. I was screaming the same thing. Like, how dare you, William? Like tell them to dig deeper and you're just standing there yeah yeah but then when he got into dig i was like okay that you've redeemed yourself you may now continue to say dig deeper (laughs) yeah and then how about colonel fraser is a colonel maybe he he basically was like oh general fraser was like you know you're a different person now you know Mm -hmm. and you know that's true it is true yeah you're he's transformed by this experience 
And William is just like totally thrown off by Burgoyne celebrating this victory as if they like it was a sure victory when really it was a very, very near victory. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Fraser comes in in his kind of grandfatherly role and and talks to him about it. And it was that was a good moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of the uh, people died, like the generals, they showed that episode. They like Mm -hmm. purposely showed people in the tent that like ended up getting killed later so it was a very visceral cliffhanger episode and who, then our... uh, yeah who else did they show in a tent who yeah. is now yeah. dead on the battlefields that one guy right like um yeah, james alexander malcolm <laughs> mckenzie fraser wait wait what the last shot was jamie like face down oh, in the mud yes 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 J- exactly <laughs> totally is he dead Big though? Luck. We don't know. God, I hope he's not dead. Two weeks. They're not. I mean, come on. Let's you think not dead? Not dead. No. Mm-hmm. This is like a mm-hmm. main character. You thought Sandy was safe. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Oh my God, Jamie can't be dead. I've been like trash talking him this whole episode. <laughs> and these were his last scenes. Oh, oh my God. How do you feel now? Sam, I'm sorry. I know you have like tons of other stuff you're doing. And <laughs> oh my god, it makes sense. This would be I know, is that why? <laughs> You're supposed to die in a print fire of some sort. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh, oh no, yeah. is he dead? Oh shoot. Crap. I'm not looking at your faces. I'm not looking at your faces. He can't be dead. He's a main You'll character. Okay, we'll find out. Sorry, I'm like spiraling again. Oh my gosh. Like my predictions. You think about that for the whole no episode tomorrow i would have been okay i would have been good until i thought about it now (laughs) word well 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 we have a crazy episode with lots of cliffhangers how Mm -hmm. do we rate it yeah let's hear it you always go first all right let's see we're gonna where do i want to map this one on the line graph here we are i'm putting it in my notes (laughs) (laughs) i know yeah (laughs) add it on there um (laughs) I, you know what? I like this one. I did. I'm giving this one an 8.8. Ooh, Feel good I about, like it. I'm confident about that one. And yeah, yeah. So like lots of good stuff. I mean, a lot of shock value like moves in this episode, you know, like a bullet to the head. You know, that's always a shock move, but sad. Um, And I didn't like it, but I respect it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, okay, TV um we had a lot here okay so like the time travel kidnapping great oh mm-hmm. uncle buck was the best yep. like hands down that was cool like just out of the blue that was fun like everything about all his scenes i'm excited for him i am going to say that i did like the sex scene mm-hmm. only because of the phil collins music that's it <laughs> That's it. We got to hear in the air tonight, and that's always a win. Anytime I can hear always. that song, that's a that win. is a win. The, I, the, if you just close your eyes for that whole scene, it's a great scene. And <laughs> <laughs> Rob Cameron, his mm. scenes were okay. Like definitely, as far as television goes, they did good on one minute me loving this character, and the next mm-hmm. minute being like, "This guy is a creep." 
Uh, the kids were also particularly cute in this episode. They were like really adorbs. Then, yeah, I think at 8.8. I'm this one, I feel like I don't have enough supporting facts right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I like you just still felt feel it. it. Yeah, I feel yeah. it in my core because like I was actually pretty entertained. And I and I don't put any of that rating on Claire and Jamie um, <laughs> at all. And I did like Willie. It was good. I'm just trying to think if I forgot anything. It was good. 8.8. All right. Yeah. I uh, I'm similar to you. I am giving this one an 8.5. I ended my first watch in particular, like feeling that I enjoyed this episode. I really liked watching it, minus one scene in particular that I had to cover my eyes for. (laughs) (laughs) But I really enjoyed Buck. I thought he's a great addition. I've been enjoying his character and his super Scottish accent and all of his great lines that he delivered. I enjoyed the high drama and suspense of Jem getting captured and taken, and we don't know where Jem is in time right now. We're left off on a cliffhanger, like you said, of how are they going to get Jem back? How are they going to find Jem? How do you find a person through time? Mm. Mm, That's terrifying. So scary. The William, William, you know, he is not my favorite, but we did get to see some good character development with him Mm. in this episode. We did. And it's something, you know, a meaningful kind of opportunity for him Mm -hmm. and the experiencing battle for the first time, something that he's been striving to do since we've met him this season. Yeah. And is Jamie Fraser alive yeah. or dead? <laughs> We're gonna leave us on this moment. Yeah. So much suspense. Oh my god! Can't wait for the next episode to find out yeah. what happens to Jamie oh, Fraser. Suspense. Insert suspenseful music. Yes. Oh yeah. So I really liked it. So eight point five from me. Nice. Solid. Awesome. Let's go, Katie. Okay. Yeah. I know. I'll be Bring it down, down girl. Bring I feel it down. like. I, I don't know. I think admittedly my rating is based on me just being in a mood. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like for me, it was like a 6.75. Okay. Oh, right. you want to give her the line graph challenge right now. The- you, know what <laughs> you liked it better than last episode. So that's good. Yeah. No, I did. It, but the pacing was weird for me. Like the mm-hmm. beginning was slow and then all of a sudden we had all of this like oh my gosh the kid's missing and jamie's on the ground and people are dying and it was like very high intensity at the end which um you know it just felt like a whole different vibe Mm -hmm. and um that it was a good cliffhanger knowing that there's going to be a little bit of a break um yeah my favorite moments in this were definitely with buck and like him sitting there while Mandy brushes his beard with like the doll brush how did he not break like yeah it's so good yeah um I loved that so much so that was fantastic and he had some really really great delivery of his lines this Mm -hmm. episode yeah um Ian's literal 30 seconds on screen (laughs) were also a highlight honestly I really loved that moment stood out for me. It was like, all nope. right, Ian, way to be a badass. <laughs> trying to so murder. that was good. Ian trying to murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doing what he does. 
but yeah so there were there were good moments it was a little weird but there's there's stuff coming up that's exciting I'm excited to see where we're going with obviously like you said Tiff with Jim and you know finding out what's going on with Jamie excellent so wait can I just add one more thing a prediction as well but we were talking about them thinking about where they go when they go through the stones Mm -hmm. and I'm actually really excited for Jemmy because I feel like if anyone has the mystical side of time travel down it's Jemmy like Mm -hmm. I feel like he's way ahead of everybody and I feel like he probably knew the situation was like going sour and I bet you he's landing himself somewhere in the past that he like needs to go to survive or maybe he's like grandma or like grandpa Mm -hmm. and he's gonna like get there and he's running the show So, like, I'm excited for Jemmy. I really hope they do something where we see, like, adult Jemmy with, like, a time-traveling loop of some sort. So, like, I really hope something like that happens, but Uh probably not, maybe not. I don't know. So, yeah. That's my closing thought. That's it. Good thoughts. Yes. Great job, team. Cannot comment yay or nay, but... All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us on Fraser's Ridge podcast. Today, we had an excellent episode. We touched on so many things and we're so happy for you to join us. So give us a like and a shout out and follow us and send us some emails and we will see you sometime soon whenever that next episode comes out. Yes. (laughs) Have a great (laughs) night. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Bye.